Anne Van Hyde lost her husband, a New York City firefighter, on 9-11-2001. She has spoken to school groups about experiencing personal loss amid a national tragedy, led walking tours of the National 9-11 Memorial, participated in a hearing at the European Parliament. Her story will be included in the Netflix documentary, Turning Point 9-11. Anne Van Hyne believes that these stories of 9-11 are like a mosaic. They don't fit together like a puzzle. They just lay next to each other to form the larger narrative of what happened that day and since. She's the author of the book, Pieces Falling, Navigating 9-11 with Faith, Family, and FDNY. And she's got five autographed copies for, well, five of you. <laughs> if you'd like to, go to studio at soundoflife.org. Shoot me an email to say that you want one of those, and I'll have a drawing there. All right? Uh, she believes in the importance of humanizing history and Van Hine. So what follows is our chit-chat, our talk that we had, or that I had, with her for you to encourage you. You've got... Really good um, responses. I mean, um, you know, you share hope uh, to us. Yeah. And so the, the consensus was really um, not only it's for us for any kind of trauma that we go through, that we're going to be able right. to make it. We and God are going to be able to make it through that. And we'll be able, I, I, I love, what would the one say, define, we don't let these events define us. We define them. So I thought that was right. pretty cool. Right. Right yeah, there. And in the author's note in my book, I um, do make a bring it forward to the fact that we've just gone through, um, you know, a pandemic. Because that, you know, releasing a book in 2021, you can't not mention all that we've just lived through, right? And that's the importance of knowing those stories. And wow. that the pandemic doesn't define us either. So I guess I could introduce you then as someone who lost their husband, New York City firefighter. And then you right. talk a little bit about him. Do okay. that. So um, and I always introduce when I, I always introduce it live. Well, are you ready? Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> well, my Let's guest my guest is Ann Van Hine. And um, Anne happened to be one of the people that lost her husband on 9-11, as we all call it now, 2001. He was a New York City firefighter. Uh, and she talks about that quite a bit. And she's written a book about it. And thanks for sharing today. I appreciate it. Getting in touch with you. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate, I appreciate it. Tell, it. Tell us a little bit about your husband. Well, um, Bruce was a New York City firefighter. Um, he had been a firefighter for 11 years when um, the September 11th attacks happened. He was in a squad, Squad 41, um, in the Bronx, uh, right near Yankee Stadium. I'm sure everybody's heard of Yankee Stadium. Um, and um, a squad is Special Operations Command, so... That day, as I heard the events unfold on my car radio and then watched them on television, I always um, knew he would be there because um, firefighters and squads and rescue companies have additional um, training. And actually, the last time I saw my husband was Sunday, September 9th, because he worked Sunday night till Monday night at the firehouse. 
and then was doing um, what they call a makeup tour on Tuesday, September 11th. So instead of um, driving the 60 miles back to Greenwood Lake, he was spending the night um, at the firehouse. He, um, I believe, really, really wanted to do something meaningful in his life, and that's the reason he became New York City firefighter, right? Uh, yes, it is. Um, he you know, was always the kind of person that helped anybody. You know, he's got that fly tire on the side of the road, and he was driving by. He would be the guy to stop and fix that for you. Um, and when we were first married, he... Um, was an arborist. He had his own tree business, but you know, that is seasonal. You can't do that in the middle of New York winters. And uh, one day he was sitting looking at the newspaper and I said to him, what did you always want to be when you grew up? And he said, a firefighter, a real firefighter. And I said, what's a real firefighter? And he said, a New York City firefighter. Yeah. And I said, well, go do that. Just do that. Wow. Wow, pretty amazing. Now, I, I love the comments. People who uh, have read your book all agree that it really helps us get through times of trauma as well. And, um, you know, on our private journey, really, because most of the time it's going to be private for us, you were going through something that was an incredibly public event, but you had your own private I don't know how to describe it, you know, you, you, tragedy going on as well. Right. Well, and, that, you know, that's such a, um, a great point you make there, Joe. Um, you know, I, I've kind of coined the phrase that myself and many others have had a personal loss in the midst of a national and actually international tragedy. And there's really nothing to tell you how to, how to do that. But we all have stuff happen in our lives right? You know, stuff happens all the time. And, um, you know, how do we, how do we do that? And so even though in many ways people look at my stories being very, um, you know, unique, which in a way, I guess it is, it's still universal because loss is loss, you know? And I think sometimes we, um, get into the habit of rating, oh, well, this is worse than that. And this is worse than that. But when you're going through it, what you're going through is the worst, right? We don't have to rate that kind of stuff. There's enough compassion and empathy, um, you know, to go around. So, yeah. Right, right. Um, so let me ask you this, and why did you... The book is just now coming out, right? 20 yeah. years later. Yeah. So what, what yeah. caused that to happen? Well, I... Um, you know, when September 11th happened, I, w I still had daughters at home, and I was running a small business. I owned a dancing school at the time, taught little girls ballet, church volunteer, lots going on. And then um, in 2011, I retired, and people kept saying, oh, you should write a book, you should write a book. And I thought, well, maybe I'll try that. So I tried blogging, and, you know, few people read it. And so I decided, let me... Um, you know, put some of these stories on paper and my journey on paper and being able to write about it further away from the actual event. I realized there were quite a few books written, memoir-type books, um, right away after 
the September 11th attacks, but there weren't any that showed you the journey um, further out. And in 2006, I started volunteering with the 9-11 Tribute Museum, so people always have found that intriguing, that I would go volunteer and be at the place where my husband died in the line of duty. But um, it's been a wonderful opportunity to be able to... um, to, to teach people not only about the timeline and stuff, but share my personal story. And because so much of my personal story is my relationship with God, um, you know, uh, the word tells us to be prepared in and out of season to share what he has done. And um, it just seemed like, you know, there was a door opening up to be able to to tell people who I wouldn't normally meet that, you know, what has gotten me through the last 20 years, first and foremost, is my is God. My faith in God has never been misplaced. He is who he says he is, and he can be trusted. And then also the fact that um, I have amazing family and, and friends, and also the fact that Bruce, uh, my daughters and I, have always thought, decided to frame Bruce's death as a line of duty death, which it was. So for us, that takes away the why question. I know why he died that day. He was doing his job. And that's a whole different thing than your, you know, 26-year-old son or daughter was sitting at a desk and terrorists flew a plane into the building. But the main thing, you know, so many times after September 11th, people said to me, so how are you coping? And I actually started saying to people, well, I'm not coping, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping in who Jesus is. And so that's really what's gotten me through. And it's not that I'm special at all. It's who my God is. You know, and we really learned about the full extent of the duty of a firefighter. Uh, on 9-11. Most of us probably didn't yeah. realize it. You know, we knew it was dangerous. We would say, oh, yeah, it's dangerous and stuff. But we saw that illustrated right there. And we, right. we kind of went, oh, wow. You know, and, it's yeah. hit, and we'll never forget it. That's the that's the thing. So what's... The, <laughs> I can't remember. You didn't... I'll give you my email. Um, okay. It's, the best email to use is joh at soundoflife.org. Okay. Joe H. Okay. Now, do me a favor. Now, see, I don't have the. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I do. I have it on a. I'm. I'm in real good friends with Adobe now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because I got it, and it's really even though it's small, it's right there on my phone. And so if I could just, I can just go scroll. So it's on the, does it have the back of the book? Uh, where'd it go? Probably yep. does. Because yep. it has every single page, even the blank ones. I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> weird, right? <laughs> Which I was, I like thought, I'm sure glad I looked at the book before I hit print. I have done, I have made yeah. that mistake. Well, you before. would have had 240 pages <laughs> no, of I, book. I actually have, I know I've done it once where I just hit print and went, Lord, what have I done? Okay, now your your picture's on the back. Okay. Yep. You've got the timeline. I'm walking, working backwards. Relevant links. Yeah, it's after relevant. It's after that? 
Well, I, the thing is, I'm not sure if you have the back cover. Oh, well, about the, oh, yeah, that may be the back page about the author. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just have to do the question then. You just have to say the question and then, <laughs> and then give me the answer. Okay, you want me to do that? Sure. Okay. All right, so the first um, the book helps answer the question, which I already did, was how do you cope when life uh, lies in pieces around you? And, you know, everybody was uh, using that word cope. How are you coping? How are you coping? And I early on realized that I wasn't coping. I was hoping. And that's just a change of one letter. But that makes all the difference in the world because I was hoping um, in Jesus. And uh, I was not dis disappointed or, you know, led astray or abandoned. He was there every minute. And then um, another question on the back of the book is, how do you begin to rebuild in the face of all that has been lost? And in my case, you know, I still had two daughters at home. My daughters were um, in high school. So I really think I went into um, mama lion mode to um, protect them from all that was happening um, around us and make sure they, you know, made it through mm. as much as you could make it through uh, when you've lost your dad. And then after they were off at college and my um, mother's skills were needed in a different way than the everydayness of it, um, that's when I started volunteering with the 9-11 um, Tribute Museum, which has proven to be the most extraordinary um, decision I ever made to volunteer with them because um, not only the visitors I get to talk to, speak with, but the people I've met there are people I never would have known. And... Um, and it's really, it's fascinating because I don't, I'm just living my life in front of them. And they're, they know that I, you know, that I uh, have chosen Jesus Christ as the model of my life. I'm a follower of his. So, so that's been really um, amazing. And I say most of those people never met Bruce, but they know his story and they do life with me. And that's a gift. That's really a gift. And then um, the last question on the back of the book is, how do you commemorate the past while creating space for the future? Mm. And this whole, you know, personal loss in the midst of the national tragedy, I do feel I have some responsibility to, to um, present, the, to make sure people understand what happened that day. 20 years out now, you have a whole generation that knows nothing about September 11th. You know, I often say to the grown-ups in the room, um, September 11th is still current event. But to the next generation, it's history. And um, I know for myself, when I was a kid, you know, if it was in my history book, you thought everything happened, you know, at the time of the Revolutionary right, War. Right. Like, you know, just True. so long ago. Yep. Um, but it didn't, right? It, and... Um, 
I, I also believe strongly in the, um, the concept of story. And I think um, knowing each other's stories really helps to um, connect us. And as a believer um, and follower of Jesus, nobody easy for me tell other people about him is my story because people can argue other things with you they can't really argue your story because it's <laughs> your life so um so that's you know it's just living out my faith and part of living out my faith was learning to write a book and and as a uh, big manufacturer says just do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I did. There you go. Well, your uh, story is going to be included in the next Netflix, can't even say it, Netflix documentary called Turning Point 9 11. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's crazy. You know, the Lord has given me some unbelievable opportunities. And, and every time they come up, um, not ever to acquaint myself with Moses, but I go back to that. Part, that section in the Bible where it talks about, you know, Moses in the wilderness, and he sees the burning bush, and he says to God, who am I? And God doesn't do his resume. God says to him, I will be with you. And that's what God has said to me all along. You know, I, he had me speak in front of the European Parliament. I mean, my name in European Parliament don't even go in the same sentence. <laughs> um, I mean, in an uh, upcoming... Um, since I'm speaking at Harvard, which is another one like, huh? But, you know, God says he will go with me, and he has every step of the way, and so I just have to trust that he knows what he's doing. I do still believe he has me confused with somebody else, but, um, <laughs> I but I'm trusting. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. We can all relate to that for sure. And I now right. like, now right. I understand how my dad felt about World War II, you know, and how anybody yeah. It was such a traumatic yeah. theme, and people yeah. lived through such incredible horror and stuff many times, you know, and they saw that. But to them, it was, I mean, years and years later, after they have grown kids and stuff, it's just right there. It's right there fresh. Right there. Exactly. Amazing. Exactly. And huh. that's the same, you know, with this. Well, I think it's same with, you know, the pandemic we've we've just gone through, you know. Um, you know, we weren't all in the same boat during the pandemic, and we weren't necessarily even in the same storm, but we were each in a storm. Right, and right. I, and I think we have to remember that we've just lived through that and cut ourselves a little slack and be kind to ourselves and be kind to each other. Got just some slack. Yeah, exactly. I like that. We we do need to do that more. There's <laughs> no doubt we about do. that, we really. We don't. <laughs> I like to say, you know, you know God loves you, but do you realize he likes you? I mean, you know, exactly. come on. Exactly. Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, and he's always there. You know, I don't, I think um, so many times for in so many years, I always pray, oh, Lord, please be with so-and-so. Mm. Well, the bottom line, God is already with that person. That person just needs to realize God is there. Well, preach it, girl. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So. Wow. Anything else, Anne? Um, no, we could mention the name of the book. Oh, I probably... Falling. 
Peace. Navigating 9-11 with Faith Family and the FDNY. And you can get it on uh, Amazon or Barnes & Noble, but you can also walk into an independent bookstore, which that would be my choice for you to walk into an independent bookstore and ask them to order it for you. Yeah. And they will. All right. You hear that, Joel? We're coming for you in Middletown, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> somebody said, remember when Amazon used to be where you went to get books? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> wow. We, who would have known? A lot of things have changed. Exactly. Boy. A lot of things. Something else. But God hasn't, right? There you go. It's still the same. We've got to hold on to that. we got to. <laughs> I mean, because. The only thing there is. I mean, people have said that to me. Why didn't you? I don't understand why you didn't turn from God after September 11th. And I said, what else was left? Like, what else was there? There was only God. He was the only one that knew what was going on. Right. So I chose to just hide behind him. If you were in the freezing water from the Titanic and you saw a, something to grab a hold of, would you? Of course you would. You wouldn't sit of there and argue about it. You know, be like, exactly. yes, thank you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Ooh, wow. So remember that. Oh, love that. Well, and if you think of anything, I mean, don't hesitate to email me. Let me know. Okay. Stuff like that. And, um, wow, I appreciate the books. Thank you very, very much. Thank and I, you. Now, do you have any idea when you're going to be using this? Well, I, I think what I'm going to do is do it that week, right? Uh, that would okay, be... perfect. Well, that's like... Um, Two weeks. So next Too week, soon. yeah. Well, yeah. All of a sudden, falls. I got these... Oh, yeah, the 11th. So I'll probably do it like the Labor Day week, that week. Okay. Oh, Rosh well, Hashanah. I'll the books to you in the meantime. And then I'll be talking about it and airing clips and stuff in different times. And okay. then um, just check with Connie on how we do that, probably. And we may put it okay. up on the Sound of Life Facebook page. I don't know. We'll see. See All how right. to do that. All righty. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for putting Thank up with me, and God bless you. No yeah. problem. <laughs> so, have a good day, and I'll uh, look forward to hearing the piece. Okay. If you think anything, don't. Hesitate to call that number, leave a voicemail. Hopefully it works. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. All God right. Bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.